you're listening to Priceless Beauties Podcast. Hey, beautiful, Pamela Price here, makeup and spray tan artist, educator and owner of Priceless Beauty Studio, an international award-winning beauty business. But more importantly, I will be your host and cheerleader on this journey of self-love, self-awareness, and growth. Life didn't come with an instruction manual, and entrepreneurship can be a lonely and scary road at times. I am personally inviting you to join me on this brave adventure together while I chat with women just like you who open up and share their secrets about their business, their inspiration, and their stories. When we empower one another, great things happen. All right, babe, thanks so much for pressing play. Beautiful Val is here with me today, joining Priceless Beauties podcast. Hey. Val just has the biggest and best personality. <laughs> she makes me laugh every time I talk to her. I see her. I watch her stories on Instagram, and I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, Val. We might have to put a lot of bleeping on here because <laughs> when we get talking, we get crazy. But um, I just had to have you on here. So thank you so much, and welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Awesome. Do you mind just doing a little intro about who you are and what you're up to right now, Val? So, okay. Well, there's a lot. I am Val V, known as Val V, because uh, I have a big Greek last name, so I shortened it. I do multiple things. So I have Ladies Who Dine as a woman's networking event where I just create a platform for you beautiful ladies to connect and grow your business. I also do the Side Hustle Markets, which is a vendor show. Uh, we want it in the evening, adult only, leave your kids at home, girls night, date night type of show, right? Like a vendor show and, and support small business. I'm all about supporting small business. What else do I do? I have a podcast that's going to be launched soon called I Am That Bitch because I literally have no filter. I, shit just comes out of my mouth. <laughs> that's why we love you because yeah. you're real. <laughs> Thank you. And that's about it. So I'm a serial entrepreneur and I love doing what I'm doing. And I know you've had multiple other businesses before. Can you talk a little bit about some of the other ventures that you've been a part of as well? Well, um, so I used to own two Tim Hortons in the States. I lived in Maine. Uh, for four years with my husband and then we came back from that and I started I actually went to school for um, I don't even think you know this about me I was a laser technician oh. and I did eyelashes because I'm an old hairdresser too back in the, when I was 17 18 I went to hairdressing school and uh, so I love the beauty industry um, so I did that for a while because I was trying to get pregnant and then we opened up the olive oil store in Whitby at Brock and Taunton, just north of Taunton. So I did that. And that's actually because of that business, Ladies Who Dine was created. Oh, you need to go deeper on that one. <laughs> How did that happen? So I started Ladies Who Dine because what I saw within my own friend group, women not supporting women. Like I literally had a friend, of, I guess, a friend of me, a friend of me, I guess I didn't know that was the case, but uh, she would come with another friend to drop off their daughter who worked for me. She would literally lay down in the back seat so I didn't see her, so she didn't have to come into the store. So, right, so I owned the store for like four years, she didn't step foot once into the store, and 
I thought this shit's got to change. Like, you know, they say, be the change. You want to see the change, be the change. Mm -hmm. So I thought, cause I try to be supportive of all my friends. I try to spread my money thin to, cause I have friends that are estheticians. I have multiple friends that are hairdressers. I have, you know, like I, I try to pick and choose little services and try to support everybody. So I thought I have to change this. So what I did was I opened my doors to women vendor or women entrepreneurs for free to come in on the busiest days at the olive oil store, set up a table for free and sell their products to my customers. And then I said, let's feed off each other. Then maybe your customers, you'll introduce my store to new customers and support one another for free. So then it just got really big. And then we, I thought, okay, I'm going to take this on the road. So we started doing ladies who dine at restaurants and only the small guys, not the big conglomerates. I want to really support the small guys. The big conglomerates have deep pockets. They have enough money, right? So we started doing it at restaurants in the Durham region. And we outgrew restaurants where restaurants were getting complaints that we took over the restaurant. Because <laughs> we have dance parties. Well, that was <laughs> random <laughs> dance parties. <laughs> well, that was the last one. That's the first one that turned into a dance party. But so... I stopped a year before uh, COVID. I lost my mojo with ladies who died. Well, mm. I went through some shit, right? I had a falling out with uh, my best friend that we got into business with. And people who know me closely know exactly what happened. So I just lost my mojo. I didn't want to do mm -hmm. anything. I didn't care. I was depressed. I was angry. So I went through that. Then COVID came. And then throughout COVID, so many people reached out to me and said, Val, please bring Ladies Who Dine back. It was the best networking event. Please bring it back. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. And then I just said, fuck it. Oh, I, just <laughs> I warned you guys. <laughs> so then I just said, fuck it. I'm doing it. So I spoke with Andrea Nicholson, who's a very good friend of mine. She owns Butchies and Whippy and Dish Play, the event space. And I said, you know, I want to do it here because I want to just grow it it's rather than us traveling because we get complaints about uh, that we're causing too much ruckus at restaurants. And there I can grow up to 150 women if I wanted to. So, yeah, it's turned into this awesome networking event that a celebrity chef cooks for us. And we have a good time. Like the last mixer, we did that at another restaurant and it turned into a dance party. Like... Yeah, we're a bunch of cool chicks that know how to have fun, right? <laughs> yeah, what I do like about, see, I'd only have been to one of your events because I learned about them recently, but, and I was away for your last one, but um, what I do like is that it did turn into, wasn't like a doll kind of awkward, like, oh my God, I don't know what to, sometimes people are scared or intimidated to go to these networking events because it's like you show up in a room with all these people and then what are you supposed to do? Just like hand out your business card to people? Like <laughs> it's it's awkward, you know? So um, what I liked about yours is that it was just kind of like a casual event and you had shared some, we had some prizes and giveaways. We got to eat yummy food and have drinks and then the music got loud and we all just started dancing. Right? <laughs> it's like it, it was very casual. I mean, I'm sure you have different kind of layouts for different events, but that particular one just felt like I kind of got invited to a friend's party. And from that, I have made some connections and I just had a really good time. Like for me, I 
feel like one of the things that was kind of missing in my life and business since COVID was that social aspect because I'm not so hands-on in my business anymore where I'm not seeing so many clients face-to-face. I'm doing a lot of the back-end stuff. And of course, with COVID, we were not seeing anybody or doing anything. And my business was in my big social life. So I'm like, I need to get out there. Um, And now that my team's growing, I need to build more clients. I'm like, I need to get out there and start connecting with other like-minded women. So thank you for being the change and thank you for stepping out um, and kind of bringing this back to life for people just like myself. And I'm sure anybody else that's listening, who's in Durham region, who wants to come out to any, not just Durham region, not just Durham. I know people are coming in from from wherever. Yeah. Don't be afraid just because we're in Durham. Like don't, don't limit your business to just your area. Think outside the box, right? True. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like you could do makeup anywhere. You could do spray tans anywhere. Right? Yes, girl. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I love that. Yeah. One thing that I really admire about you is that you do show up as yourself. You do show up raw, real. You share your true story. There might be a few swear words in there and you're not trying to really censor (laughs) yourself in a way that, you know what? It's like, well, too bad. If you don't like me for how you are, how I am, then it's like, okay, then we're, we're probably not great for each other. And that's okay. Like we, we no, not everybody has to like us. Right. And I think a lot of people are scared to, especially women, we were kind of talking about this pre-recording that people are scared, like, especially women, we're scared to show up because let's be real. And your story with your, your whole business that happened before, like it's scary to show up and to be yourself out there because people have very strong opinions about everything. (laughs) And sometimes people don't know the full story and, or they, they're seeing things through their own lens and they're taking things personally, or they feel triggered by certain things. And it's like, it's hard for us to show up and be real because we just feel like we have to be like perfect or we have to be the way society wants us to be or what men want us to be or whatever. So thank you for just showing up and being honest and being yourself and being you, because I feel like it's a great example for, it's scary, but I feel like it's a great example for what we really all need to do, have the courage to do is just to really honestly be ourselves. Thank you for that. That um, it's taken me a long time to get to that point. Um, There's a lot about me. There's a lot of prejudgments about me. I think, you know, even with like when I had like the Tim Hortons, people would be like, you have no idea what it's like to be broke begging for a job, right? And that's what I try to tell everybody is like, never judge a book by its cover because you don't know everybody's story. I think I shot, I went to a networking event last night and I think I scared a couple of girls because I'm very, uh, I'm very loud and I don't know how to be anything but me. And I can't be fake. That's another thing I tell everybody, please just be authentic because customers know when you're being fake and they won't want to spend money with you. Right. But I was there last night and I, I said something and one girl goes, huh, you know, now that I've met you, I'm going to come to ladies who dine. I guess, you know, people, what's the word? I guess they make assumptions in their head. What kind of event would it be? Would it be clicky? Would it be not? And we're nothing like that. As you experienced, everybody's welcomed. I don't care your sexual preference, your color of your skin, what you do for a living. I don't care. You want to come out and you want to meet people, just come. Everybody's welcomed and just have a good time, right? My mom used to always say, like, we have a small house, right? It was her, just her and I for the longest time. A small house will always fit good people. 
And that's mm-hmm. how she raised me. Right. So I, like that. I just, I just no judgment, no judgment because shit, there's a lot of things that you could judge me on in my life. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, we're not, we're all humans. We're all just yeah. trying to figure this shit out. <laughs> you know, day by day, we have goals, visions, and passions and dreams. And day by day, we're just moving forward, hopefully towards that. And sometimes we fall and sometimes we say the wrong thing and we turn the wrong direction, but like, we're all just like trying to figure this out together. Just embrace your little quirks. Like there's so many things that I was insecure about. And I said to my husband, like, what if people find out about it? He's like, embrace it, accept it. Talk to people. Like the one thing about me is I'm a high school dropout. I'm a high school dropout. And I hid that for years and years and years. But then I think, fuck it. Like, I'm doing pretty okay for a high school dropout. You yeah. know what I mean? That, that so resonates with people because, pre okay, maybe a couple generations ago, that was really like a faux pas. Like, don't, yeah, don't tell people. Probably your mom and your grandma or whatever would say like, oh, like, keep that on the hush. Like, don't mention that. But honestly, I feel like that's empowering because if, obviously, we're not trying to encourage people to drop out of school. That's not the message here. <laughs> but the point is that, if you are in that situation, it doesn't mean that you can't achieve the things that you want or you can't have a fulfilled and successful Absolutely. life. Absolutely. Absolutely. I know. Do you follow any uh, personal development speakers or anything like that? Hey, beauties. Have you ever thought about starting your own spray tanning business? If you've been following me on social and you know my story, then you know that I've had a lot of fun and success in my own journey as a sunless artist. If you think you might be interested, I invite you to check out spraytanclass.com. And if you decide it's right for you, use code PRICELESS at checkout. That's P-R-I-C-E-L-E-S-S. I do. I like, like I follow Gary V. I really like him. Just because he talks my language, you know, every other word is the F word. I do like Tony Robbins. I actually, can I tell you a quick story about Tony Robbins? Yeah. And I'll tell you, this is, this is something that's literally changed my life. So a little bit, I'm just going to go off tangent here for a little bit. So I'm going to say a couple things about myself. So I'm a high school dropout. My brother grew up, he was a bad boy his whole life. So we, I hung, I grew up being trained to think like you're on the streets. Okay. So I look at people mm. differently. I look at environments differently, but he put us through hell, my brother, right? Cause he was unfortunately addicted. So our houses were raided. We, you know, it, we just went through shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I had a lot of resentment towards him. So my nephew, his son, who I took care of a lot because my brother was always in and out of jail. He started watching Tony Robbins and he was living with me at the time. And I said, oh my God, you're watching that. And he says, he's like a cult leader, right? <laughs> and he's like, no, no, you got to watch this. You got to watch this one particular, like, he's like, you got it. It's amazing how he can pull shit out of people. Right. And I'm like, oh, so we're driving home from work and he's got it on his iPad and I'm listening and I'm like, okay, sh- stop talking. Sh- stop talking. Now it's got my attention. So he was talking to this girl Basically, a really long story short is she was just looking for her father's love and she had a lot of resentment towards her father because he was a drug addict. And he said, you know, you blame him for this shit in your life. And she's like, yeah, I do. And he goes, but without that shit, you wouldn't be who you are today. And 
he goes, so you should also thank him for that shit in your life because that made you who you are today. You're strong because of that situation. And I was like, holy shit balls. So I sat on that, stewed on it for a while. And I went over to my brothers and I said, hey, bro. I go, thank you. He goes, for what? Watching the dog? Because he watches my dog. <laughs> and I'm like, no, thank you for being you. Thank you for the lessons you've taught me and everything that you put us through because I am who I am today. Because I'm going to shit. I cried. but I'm literally going to cry. Yeah. I am who I am today. I couldn't do what I'm doing today if it wasn't for you. And he still teaches me lessons. Right. Like, you know, when I'm driving home, like when we do vendor events, everybody leaving these convention centers need to watch their back. Right. Not everybody around you is trustworthy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he's like, never take the same road home twice. Always watch your six. You know, he's talking, you know, like have a I think he should teach lessons to people on just street smarts. Right? Like even kids yeah. today, what to look out for. My son needs that. <laughs> right? right? So I thanked him and I let that shit go. And now I embrace it. So yeah, I have a brother who I love absolutely dearly. He was unfortunately addicted to heroin and put us through hell. But I am who I am today because of that. So mm -hmm. I'm absolutely grateful because I love who I am. That's amazing. That's a really great perspective because I know that a lot of times when we go through certain things, especially during childhood, or especially when it's things that are out of our control, when it comes to like our close family members, that we really can become the victim, right? And mm -hmm. it's really hard to move on and to accomplish things in life or to let go of stuff if we constantly have like a victim mentality. Mm -hmm. So it's really powerful that you were able to, I mean, I think it's all divine timing that you just heard that at that time and yeah. he was there with you and then it all came together in that way. Right. But yeah. that you were aware enough to like, and open enough to like, listen and take that. And now it's had such a, I'm sure it was like a snowball effect that just like one thing after the other, you started to release a lot of those things, right. In order to, like you said, become who you are today yeah, in a way that's very positive and like helping other people, like your story helps other people. So Bob Proctor was a mentor of mine that really changed my life and if you listen to his story, he was one of the speakers on The Secret, and he has tons of great books and teachings online, but he was also a high school dropout, and he was in a bar one day with all these drunk guys, and he looked around, and he had accomplished jack shit, and he was just like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be you guys. I don't want to do this for the rest of my life, and he really changed his life for the better. He passed now, but... He changed my life and probably hundreds of thousands of people. I don't know how many people he's probably reached and impacted other teachers who, you know, now teach other people. So when you really make that change, even if you don't have a great start, that the impact is, is very wide reaching, even when you don't know it, you don't know it and we're going through the shit, but we, it's still impacting people in a positive way. So even just being on here, I'm hoping that this video and this <laughs> episode will impact somebody. I guarantee there's somebody who, you know, didn't have the greatest start who might be feeling like, oh, I'm not worthy or I can't do this or I'm not able to or I'm not good enough or I don't have the right skills or the education or the training or blah, blah, blah. None of that matters. No, but we <laughs> all on, Tony Robbins. Yeah. But, we, right? but we all go through that, right? Like, 
Proctor is one person that I, I still listen to on, I, you know, I watch the little shorts on YouTube or whatever, actually. And, and Jake Ducey, that's one person he, he quotes Proctor all the time. But that thing that happened with my friend, I just randomly clicked on Jake Ducey and he started talking about Bob Proctor and, and he started talking about like changing your mindset and so on and so forth. And I thought this was a bunch of shit. Like this is a bunch of bullshit, right? Really? Now I'm going back six years ago. So I thought, is it going to hurt me just saying yeah. words? What's right? the worst that could happen? What's the worst that I, that could happen? So by my friend ripping us off, basically, it it hurt me because she was my best friend. And I had to really, I had to go to therapy. It was like a divorce, right? But mm -hmm. if she didn't do what she did to us, she wouldn't have pushed me in the direction that I am now. And in actual fact, she gave me the best life I could ever imagine, right? It turned me on to a business that made me extremely successful. And if I were to see her today, I'd say thank you. I would say thank you. Okay, um, I hope she's watching. <laughs> uh, I'm sure she is. She can enjoy season two. <laughs> but um, yeah, so but watching Jake Ducey, really changed my life. I just started manifesting and stuff like that. And literally my sales went from here and then every week it just, it just skyrocketed to wow. unbelievable. Like I was just like, holy crap, I can't believe this is actually happening to me. So, but you go through those moments where you question yourself and you're going to have it, but snap out of it, give your head a shake, yeah. you know, snap the fuck out of it and move forward and say these positive words. Mm -hmm. You know, so I am worthy. What, what, yeah, like what are some of the words that you use to help lift yourself out when you're feeling in the slump or you're feeling depressed I, or you're feeling I do the like you don't want to show lot. up? I do the I am's, but I also do a lot of gratitude because even like it was just me and my mom. My dad died at 57 from ALS. My eldest brother, not the heroin addict, died at 43 from a brain aneurysm. So it was just me and her. And then my brother, the bad boy, was in and out of jail. So there was nobody else to depend on. So I would always, like, I was like, where am I going to get this mortgage from, this mortgage payment? How am I going to pay the car payment? How am I going to, you know, and money just manifested somehow, some way. It would just be like a random government check in the mail. It would just come. So I was always showing gratitude for money. So right now there's like, I am worthy, I am successful, I am powerful, I'm beautiful, I am loved, I am blessed, I am grateful. But then I also thank the universe. So the one that I got from Jake Ducey is what the one that I, and I even got my nieces and nephews to start saying it is, dear universe, I'm totally open for something amazing to come my way today. I accept abundance. I accept abundance others have rejected. And I'm absolutely grateful for the abundance you've already provided. And that's it. And money just started flowing. And I'm a money magnet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's yeah. a good one. Yeah. I had this whole series of Bob um, albums. And they were done, produced in the, like, 90s. So they were really awful. <laughs> like, in terms of, like, production quality. And, like, yeah. the, I mean, I, I don't mind 80s and 90s music. But it's kind of cheesy. Girl, it's my jam. He my had, jam. like... Um, I am a money magnet. <laughs> like, he had this girl on there like singing and it was really annoying, but it gets stuck in your head. So you he need to send that to me there. <laughs> right. I'll lend you the CDs. Do you have a CD player still? 
You can probably find it on YouTube. I'll find it on YouTube. But it's they're basically just <laughs> mantras. So the point is he put a beat to it and he had this girl singing on it. And as you drive, we would just pop it in there. I don't have a CD player in my car anymore, but my old car did. And we would just pop it in there and it would just be on background noise all the time, yep. just on repeat, you know, just over and over. I love it. And <laughs> So yeah, um, I understand the power of that repetition because, and the power of those words, because what we say is what we think. And then what Mm -hmm. we think is how we feel and what, how we feel is what we attract and what we attract. It all becomes part of our actions and what we see and what we decide to do. Right. So it seems like nothing. It seems stupid. It seems like a cult. It seems like a, something from the devil, (laughs) right? Not at all. But when you really look into it, and you start researching it and like following certain, obviously you have to, you know, find what resonates with you. But when mm-hmm. you actually start listening to what they're talking about, it actually makes a lot of sense. And it's pretty bizarre that the school system doesn't teach us this stuff. Girl, don't even, you're going to take me down the rabbit hole. They don't even count. They don't even teach kids how to count back change. Simple, simple, um, a simple thing that you're going to need as an adult, you know, and please parents, any kid, I don't have any kids, but please teach your kids how to count back change when they go for a job and they want to be that cashier. They need to know that, that always stressed me out when I got a job as a waitress, I'd always be like, give me a chance. Like, Oh my God, I have to calculate it on the spot. <laughs> that <laughs> would always stress me out. Yeah. yeah see, we never learned that. You're younger than I am a lot younger than I am. So my dad taught me like our, we didn't have the calculators and the phones and stuff like that. You had to count in your head. So yeah, when, when I was serving, I had to count in my head because we yeah. weren't allowed to have our phones with us. And yeah. I don't, it was many years ago, but yeah, so true. But why would <laughs> I have lots kids of- and they, they don't know how to count. They just don't know how to do simple math. So teach your kids, t- please teach your kids. <laughs> <laughs> Life hack here. If you had one tip or one thing that you wanted to share for anybody listening who might be going through that hard time right now could help them avoid heartache or loss or save them time or money. Like what's like one lesson? Cause I know you've probably have a lot of lessons that you could share. <laughs> what is like one lesson that you can share with like any entrepreneurs listening today, like especially females that could just help them in any way. I think right now with social media, it's huge. So no one's going to put their shit online. Everything's going to be perfect. And beautiful roses and whatever. Don't believe everything that you see, right? Right. It's a highlight reel. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Be who you are. Be yourself. Don't worry what the other people are doing. Just actually, I learned this from Tim Hortons. Concentrate on what you do. Don't worry about the competition. And competition's very healthy. Makes you better, right? So, Mm -hmm. but Don't sit there and copy people because something's working for them or you think something's working for them because they make it look out like it's working for them. Just be who you are. Concentrate, be passionate about what you're doing because you started it for a reason and you're going to have bad days. Yeah, who cares? Suck it up, right? And just keep moving. That's the best advice I can give. Like, don't, I, I get the social media part and we need it for our businesses now, but Listen, I like filters. I don't always look beautiful with makeup on. I don't, you know, I don't even know how to put makeup on. I did it today and there's no filter. I did it today. She looked she look cute, girl. Thanks. <laughs> but I use filters, so I look kind of good, right? But the words coming out of my mouth are authentically me. It's me, who I am. And that's 
what I'm telling everybody in their business, just be authentically you, concentrate on what you do. Don't worry what they're doing over there. Mm-hmm. That's great. And I know you have some upcoming events coming up. Do you want to share a little bit more information? Who Anybody who might be wanting just a place to reconnect, to find some like-minded people, yeah. get a night away from their kids, whatever, yeah. <laughs> whatever your reason is, you're welcome to come. Obviously, it's a great opportunity to connect with other businesses that are in the in greater Toronto area. And whether you do have an online business or a local business, anybody who's just kind of in that same frame of mind as you who wanting to just have a, a safe space that they can show yeah. up and kind of, um, you know, get social and connect with other people. Yeah. Well, we have September 20th coming up, but I don't think this is going to air in time for that. But the next one after that is December 6th, Ladies Who Dine, and we're doing a co-ed one. So boys, you can come, or you can bring your hubbies or significant others. It's going to be dinner and a show. This one, you're going to have an opportunity to network, but this one's literally about being social, just being social. Uh, so it's our Christmas event. I don't want to say what's going to happen just yet. Okay. You have to save some things. You got to show yeah. up to find out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so stay tuned, but it's going to be a good fucking time, let me tell you. Yay. Yeah. So looking forward to yeah. that. Awesome. So if anybody wants to connect with you, attend oh, any one of your events. Thing. Sorry, one more okay. thing. That's good. November, sorry, November 25th, the Side Hustle Markets. So if you are, this will be in enough time. If you are a small business vendor, handmade, whatever you want, there's still some uh, spots left. So go to the sidehustlemarkets.com and apply. But it's also a night out where Andrea cooks some food. You can buy food and it's a, a night out. And I play 80s, 90s music all night long. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> and where is that one taking place, the Side Hustle Market? At Dish Play. And where is that located? 12 Stanley Court in Whitby. In Whitby. Okay, yeah. cool. Awesome. Just to know where kind of where it's at for people that might be listening from out of town or whatever. So yeah. worth the drive. And what time did you say that one was at? 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. November okay, 25th. Cool. Okay, cool. So if you are a vendor, then there's an opportunity for people to have a booth or if you're wanting to just attend as a guest, that's an option as well. Yeah. Uh, and leave the kids at home. Oh, leave the kids at home for that one. <laughs> Find a babysitter. <laughs> Okay, cool. Thank you. Where can people find you, Val? So you can find me at ladieswhodine.ca or ladies.who.dine on Instagram or I am that bitch CA on Instagram. Okay, cool. I'll make sure to add those on the show notes as well. So if people are like, oh, what did she say? Or if they're driving or something like that, um, you can always go back to the resources to find links to connect with. Thank you as well. Well, thanks for joining me. I feel like we could have definitely have a part two. Uh, (laughs) I'm game. I'm in. Well, you're going to have to come uh, on to my podcast. Yes. Once your podcast is out, we'll, we'll record one for yours and then maybe we can share it um, it. on my platform as well. I love that. See, we're collaborating. We're helping one another. That's what you guys need to do as well. So if you of course ever want to connect, if you're interested to be on this podcast or you want to reach out to Val, feel free to reach out to either of us. We want to connect. We want to chat with you guys. Um, Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you everybody for listening and watching and we'll catch you on the next episode. Hey girl, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you enjoyed this episode, please share a positive five-star review. And as a thank you for your love and energy, my team will send you a free copy of my social media content and goal planner. Please screenshot it and email it to info at priceless-beauty.com so we can get that to you right away. 
Until next time, let's stay connected on IG. Come say hello at Priceless Beautygram. And don't forget, you are worthy and capable of achieving anything your heart desires.